morning, friends. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to DW's View, Stand Up. If we do not stand up for what we believe, we will. If you are a leader, if you are a professional or an entrepreneur who is feeling frustrated or anxious because you're not performing at the level that you know that you are capable of, then I want to invite you to unlock your life today and get your complimentary strategy session with Coach Kim at unlockyourlifecoach.com. And today, dear friends, I want to welcome my audience. I want to thank you for coming and listening to these podcasts and watching them each time. I am blessed to introduce you to my guest today, Mr. Christopher Rodriguez. And Christopher, is a, he is a Marine comeback. He is a Purple Heart recipient. He and his wife, Sarah, have seven children. He is running for Congress in the 49th Congressional District. He is an award-winning local business owner and farmer. And he was elected to the Oceanside City Council in 2018. His mission is to apply his military leadership to D.C. and to stop the insane spending in D.C. Christopher is a staunch supporter of the military, first responders, and border security. Christopher is a man of faith and credits all of his success to the Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome, Christopher, to DW's View Stand Up. Uh, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm very blessed to be on here today. Amen. Amen. Well, you have limited time, so we're going to go fast. Well, no we're going to make up, make the points for you today. But first, let me thank you for your military service, because, you know, on, the, on DW's view, we love our military and we love America. So I want to thank you for your service to this country. Thank now, you so much. Yes. Uh, start out with, why did you join the Marine Corps? <clears throat> That's a great question. So I was born in uh, Chicago, Illinois, and, um, you know, my personal testimony uh, that I would like to share has to do with that I'm living proof the American dream is alive and well. My father was uh, kind of the black sheep of the family and and got involved with the wrong group. He uh, became a Latin king in Chicago and uh, a drug dealer, gangbanger, and uh, brought that violence into our home, uh, very abusive to my mom. And uh, my mom fled from him with me and my sister and was a single mom. Uh, the Catholic Church kind of took her in and family couches. And she 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 got out of that situation. And uh, by the grace of God, she got her driver's license, got a job, got into housing. And she met my stepdad, who was a Marine and uh, kind of my my rock, you know, the guy I looked up to. And that really planted a seed in me. And um, I, I grew up quickly uh, and I became a young father. I ended up uh, graduating high school two years early. And while I was dropping my daughter off to daycare, I heard on the radio about the Twin Tower attack. And within a week, I uh, was swearing in to the United States Marine Corps to serve my country. And um, right away, I was uh, shipped to the front lines of Iraq, first to Baghdad, second in Fallujah, where I was uh, injured in a firefight. A rocket propelled grenade exploded near my head, uh, knocking me back unconscious, shrapnel. I lost all the hearing in my left ear. And um, so that's, that's the beginning of my journey. And that, to answer your question, that's why I became a United States Marine, to serve my country and to give back uh, um, to everything I hold, I hold dear and believe as, as a Christian and as an American. 
Amen. Praise God. You know, we, we need more people like you with that courage and love for country. Amen. Now, I want to um, thank you and your wife for the seven beautiful children that you fathered. Yeah. That is so, you know, God, God said for man and woman to come together and to be fruitful and to multiply. You know, it's not politically correct to say that today, but I'm going to say it because it's the truth. That's what God's word says. So I want to applaud you and your wife for Thank taking you. a stand for, for having children and for the family. Because, you know, without it, what people don't realize is this, this earth can't repopulate without a man and a woman coming together as God intended. Amen. Absolutely. So, uh, it's so important that in, you know, in, in that family dynamic, we produce godly offspring that can yes. uh, go out and, and, and create and replicate everything that God uh, has promised us on, you know, on this short stay on this earth. And so my children, um, I, my oldest actually just recently got baptized and, uh, and he, it wasn't me, his father that really led him to Christ, even though we went to church, even though we, we had the Bible studies, even though he was involved in it, it, it took God, who is just so amazing, to bring somebody else into his life to witness to him. And uh, he was recently baptized. And I just I just praise God every day for just how amazing he is and how faithful he is. Amen. Amen. And that, yes, you're absolutely correct on that one. Now, um, I know you have a strong faith in the Lord, which which is so wonderful that we need to spread that faith because we need that more than ever today at a time, even in America, founded on Christian principles, turn his back on those very foundations that that started this country. So as yep. wonderful, that is so wonderful. Now, tell me, Christopher, now you're on the Oceanside City Council and yes. you are running for Congress. It has your... Being on the Oceanside City Council helped prepare you and as well as your military service for running for Congress. Absolutely. You know, there's a there's a pathway that God has me on, uh, which is going from uh, Congress to council and on and on to Congress. Uh, I think it's a huge blessing to see what it's like to serve the community on a local level, dealing with local budgets, infrastructure understanding issues surrounding homelessness, housing affordability, job creation. I can't tell you how many individuals in Congress right now have no clue what it's like on a local level to serve the public and to implement policies from a ground up. Unfortunately, our federal government approaches problems and solutions from a top down. And by the time they figure it out, that it doesn't work, that it's not helping the American people, billions of dollars have been spent and 10 years have passed. And so we need true leadership that understands the dynamics happening on the ground because all politics is local and bring that perspective to DC where we can really get some work. Amen. We, we certainly need it because there is so much waste. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I totally agree with you about the um, amount of, of just pure waste in, in, in out of D.C. You know, it's like, you know, you take taxpayers dollar and it, 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 you don't it's not coming directly from your bank account. So you you just squander it and with no care. Now, um, 
Tell us about your award-winning local business. And also, uh, I'm going to jump and ask you about being a farmer. Would you please share with us about that? Absolutely. Yeah, so I um, I wasn't able to re-enlist uh, because of my injuries. And so I had a young family. And, you know, with no excuses, I started a small business. It was a lot of risk. It was a lot of hard work. But um, by the grace of God, it became very successful. I, I was uh, able to buy my first home at the age of 23. Mm-hmm. I was a top 250 Latino real estate professional in the nation within two years. And through that success, I had to expand and open additional offices. Um, I wanted to give my kids a better life than what I had. So I ended up buying a farm uh, here in Oceanside. And um, we grow avocado, guava, passion fruit, and coffee, believe it or not. Coffee is a new and upcoming crop in the state of California. And, you know, I'm from the city. I have no idea how to be a farmer, but, you know, a lot of YouTube videos and, and uh, local farmer, you know, kind of mentoring me and guiding me, and you know, we can make it happen. So it, it's a blessing. I love it. I love the, uh, the uh, you know, quiet slow nature the calm of just planting something watching it grow watching the fruit you just see god in it and and i i just i love it and um if i could be doing farming full-time i would but unfortunately that won't pay my bills so i have to i have to keep working and and uh, that the business has been such a blessing and um so i'm thankful very thankful for that yeah. Now, now in your uh, farming, raising avocado and all the fruit and things that you raise on, on your farm, are you able to grow enough that you're able to sell it? You sell it locally or? How? Yes. So we have um, uh, local and regional partners um, for the avocados, uh, for the guavas um, and the passion fruit. Uh, and then the coffee, we've partnered with um, California coffee growers. They handle purchasing the uh the coffee cherries all the way through to processing and then they are able to sell it online and then we get a percentage of that so yes absolutely uh it is a business um that we're able to sustain from and and then also you know it's a blessing to have our own you know i was just out yesterday picking avocados and oranges we ran out of uh, with my daughter so it's definitely something that's a blessing to have just for our family wow that that's great because you know when we look at the all the problems we have with with uh, with the stuff stuff not getting through to people, you know, with the yep. I, I see all those containers stacked up in in Los Angeles off the coast. There's yep. Long Beach. I mean, so many things are just backed up and don't get out to the citizens like they used to. And then problem with the truckers and all. So it's good you're a local uh, farmer who are raising these things, and you can get it out. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, that's great. Now, um, I want to talk more about your military service. Uh, What did you do in the military, Christopher? What what was your position there? Yes, so I was a combat engineer. And uh, during times of uh, combat, I'm attached to an infantry unit and I primarily deal with explosives. Um, We set charges to blow down obstacles, doors before we clear a room. Uh, we remove obstacles uh, first, you know, like if we have a uh, avenue of approach of the enemy and there's palm trees in the way or vehicles, we will blow those down to prepare a clear visuals uh, for the avenue of approach. I'll set up uh, perimeter trip wires 
Um, and um, I'll, I'll, you know, uh, sweep for improvised explosive devices and uh, remove those threats. And um, so that was a lot of, I, I was also a, a martial arts instructor. Um, I went through the training to become a martial arts instructor. So I was the battalion uh, instructor to help get all the Marines up to speed on their uh, classifications um, and requirements in order to get promoted uh, with the Marine Corps martial arts uh, uh, program. Wow, that, 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 is, that is awesome. And I imagine that when you look at what's happening in Ukraine, that you can relate to what those soldiers are going through over there. Absolutely. Yes, abs absolutely. We, we have a, we have Ukraine because, uh, and we had an Afghanistan because we have a weak president sitting yep. in the White House that uh, is, is incompetent at, at his job. And we have a one party rule that uh, has an idea of the direction that we need to take our nation, which is completely opposite uh, of what the American people want. And uh, that's, that's what's causing these inflation crises gas prices. Um, right now, chicken is double the cost it was a year and a half mm -hmm. ago. Um, I'm talking to business, small business owners that own restaurants right now and the meat and, and beans and, uh, you know, the, the vegetable, mm -hmm. everything that is required to sustain that business is costing so much more. And they're having to pass that cost onto the customers yeah. and the customers are now complaining and they're not wanting to come back. And it's just creating this this cycle of economic chaos on the ground that was preventable. And we need a Republican conservative Congress to get in, stop, stop the bleeding and bring forth immediate policies to help the American people that are struggling. You, you're, you're absolutely correct, uh, Christopher, you know, and, and I, you know, and when I, when I look at the fact that God blessed this country with enough natural resources, petroleum, oil, natural gas, coal. He's given us enough to supply the whole world, but yet we're looking at climate change and electric cars and all this stuff. That's nothing wrong with that, but you can't put electric, you can't get rid, kick the, your, what do they say? Kick the baby out with the bath water. <laughs> you know, you can't throw out oil and gas when, uh, if you, if you, if you have, if if you're smart enough to figure out how to do those things without destroying the economy and destroying the American way of life, then you then you go for it. But you don't throw out what God has given us enough to supply not just America, but the whole world. This yeah. this country is rich with natural resources and, and, and oil and gas and all that. And as I said before, there's nothing made. There's nothing made, Chris. Everything produced. It, you, it takes petroleum to produce everything. Correct. You're, you're right. Right. The Department of Energy in 2020 released a report that showed America uh, from an energy perspective, 87 percent of energy creation is from non-renewable sources, which means the United States is dependent on non-renewable sources. And uh, with respect to our environment, I think it is wise to approach climate change from a policy perspective of adaptation and innovation, not from fear, not from mass spending, not from depending on foreign governments for energy when we can create it in our own backyard safely. Uh, in, you know, fracking has revolutionized the energy industry. It is safe. It is good on our economy. We have technology in our vehicles now that are reducing our emissions. 
over the last decade, America has lowered our emissions year after year after year, and it's only going to get better. No problem. Oh. <laughs> America lowered our emissions year after year. Meanwhile, countries like India, China, and Russia have quadrupled. And so when it comes to the global perspective on climate change, we're merely a bystander. And we have to do what's best for the American people, continue on a pathway of protecting our environment and getting better with technology on, on doing so, but not at the expense of the American people. And I'll give you an example. There was a recent survey done that asked the American people, how do you feel about offsetting climate change and our responsibility and role to do so? Over 70% agree, we have to do something about climate and, and climate change, which I think we all agree. Now, the second question was, are you willing to pay $100 per month from your family's budget to offset climate change? Guess what? It flipped. Over 70% said no. And so what we have is Democrat policies that are forcing the American people to take on the cost and the burden way above $100 a month. And, and we're really not doing anything to the to offset climate change in America. And if the American people knew that, they would they would fire the, the uh, Democrats in charge of these policies and go back to uh, American created sustainable energy. You know what, Chris? You are so correct, and that message needs to be shouted from the rooftop from every Republican who knows better. You know, we don't we don't do a good enough job of, of getting this message out of, you know, we just simply let these people push this stuff on the American people. And well, for one thing, they own they own all the radio station, not radio station, more or less. But but TV, Facebook, stuff, they own the media. And so they're not going to tell people the truth. So the word doesn't get out and too many people don't know what the truth is. Uh, agreed. I think there's a huge lack of knowledge in, in uh, for, you know, I think the elected officials and conservatives, uh, especially the churches, I think the churches have a responsibility that they've put for far too long on the back burner of influencing our culture. Like you said, our, our, found, our founding fathers uh, were based in a Judo-Christian perspective of the world, and our constitution is based on that. And I think that uh, when, when, a, when our country's policies are failing the American people, it's because the pulpit has failed the American people first. And so I personally have seen in the last 24 months more and more churches stepping up, especially after COVID, and saying, no, enough's enough. We have a responsibility to play in the world of politics so we can influence culture for the American people. And I fully support that. And I think we need elected officials that can bring up the facts and articulate messaging uh, that is, um, uh, you know, to show a different perspective of how to approach the problems. For example, 
critical race theory, gender studies in our elementary schools. Well, a lot of Democrats in California won't tell you that only 10% of black and 15% of Hispanic students are proficient in math. That means they're not gonna be accepted to STEM colleges or institutions for career paths, right? And so if they're failing our children in the basics of education, what makes us think that they're gonna be the experts in teaching them on social issues that are best discussed at the kitchen table with their family, right? These are simple messages that we need to bring up and get to the public because they make sense, right? It's, it's, it's this common sense. We need to focus on things that are gonna uh, uh, create better quality of life and get away from the partisan nonsense. Yep, I, <laughs> you just hit the, the nail on the head. <laughs> Because uh, I talk all the time on here, uh, Christopher, about the indoctrination of our children into evil stuff, stuff that they have no business being introduced to. And don't get me started on this sexual stuff. You know, boys can be girls, girls can be boys. And, you know, like I said, it's not politically, whoever thought that it would not be politically correct or not correct to tell the truth. Yeah. But you can't tell the truth today. You, you get hit over the head if you tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. My, I, you know, I love asking the question, um, you know, cause that that's often brought up. I asked the question, okay, if we, if we dig up a body uh, that in, as an archeologist um, that died a hundred years ago, 200 years ago, 300 years ago, or a hundred years from now, if we dig up my body and there's just bones there and they do an analysis and a DNA test <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're going to check on the, the chromosome count. And, and regardless of what that individual thought in their brain, science is going to say one thing. And, and I asked them, what is that? And, you know, the individuals on the woke side of the perspective, they really don't have an answer, you know? And so I want to approach this from, hey, let's have open dialogue. If you can have a conversation, we can sit at a table. Let's work through this. But if, if you're unwilling to do that, then I'm going to go somewhere else and focus where somebody wants to have a conversation, you know, and, and respectfully, you know, if they want to yell louder than I will, well, then you can yell. I'm going to go over here, you know, and, and I think that's, that's the place, that's the position we need to take as conservatives is don't go to that level, but have constructive dialogue for those that are willing to listen. Amen. Amen. Hey, Christopher, who is it that you're trying to replace in the U.S. Congress? So it's uh, Democrat Mike Levin. Uh, he was elected in 2018 uh, during an, it was an open seat. Uh, he ran as a moderate Democrat, and, but he's been the furthest thing from a moderate. He voted 100% of the time with Nancy Pelosi. He is a far left progressive Democrat uh, that is aligned with um, AOC and the squad. He's voted with them 94%. His policies are a big reason why we're experiencing the issues we are on the ground and does not fit this district. Wow. Yeah, we, we definitely need somebody with common sense in, in that office. And, you know, when, and I know you talked about border security as well. And I, I want to briefly, because we, I know you, you have a limited time here, but tell me quickly what you would do to secure the border. Top priority with a, with a Republican Congress and heading into 2024 with a Republican president, we are gonna prioritize securing our borders. 
that is number one top priority is we need to secure our borders. We need to know who's coming uh, across uh, our borders. Um, my family came here from Mexico and Mexico City area. I wouldn't be here as an American, a proud American, if immigration wasn't an important part of uh, the American culture. No one is saying legal immigration is bad. I fully support it, right? But illegal immigration is where we have issues. We need to know if a terrorist or if, if, if someone that wants to cause problems in our country comes through, they need to be interviewed. They need to be vetted. We need to know their motive before they come to our country. We need to stop the drugs, the fentanyl from crossing yes. our borders. That is causing destruction in our inner cities and chaos on the ground. You know, we have an environment in California where uh, drug use is decriminalized. Uh, acts of, of, of theft up to $950 is decriminalized. And I'll tell you what, if you're, if you're on, if you're on drugs and you can't get a job and you're addicted, how are you going to provide for yourself? You're going to go steal, yeah. right? And then you're going to use that to sell. So you could feed yourself and you could try to get a hotel room and you're going to continue in that cycle. Yeah. And our borders being open is continuing that cycle and it must be stopped. And that must be a top priority is we have to secure our borders. And you, and the shame is that our government is the one doing this stuff. They're the one letting in millions and millions of illegals, which brings in the drugs and the crime and all that. Our own government is doing that to us. We'll not allow the border to be, wall to be finished. They, they, our own government won't allow it. And that's criminal for us, I'm concerned. And, and, you know, we have the Biden administration sending billions of dollars uh, to to Ukraine, who I fully support Ukraine and their right to fight for their freedom in their country. But to help secure their borders, yet he's leaving our borders wide open yep. for anyone, excuse me, that wants to come in to come in. And that's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And we have to secure our borders and we need a, a Republican Congress to move that forward. Yes, we do. Totally agree. But Christopher, would you give out your contact information so people know how to reach you? Absolutely. Please. I have my campaign headquarters right here in Oceanside, California. Would love to shake your hand, get you involved. It is uh, my, my website where all this information is, is rodriguezforcongress.us. Go on there, send me your information. Uh, would love to connect. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you for having me on this show. This was awesome. And uh, God bless you guys. Thank you for coming. I appreciate it. And God bless you. God bless you. And your family. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> amen. Amen. That is that is awesome. But um, anyway, I want to thank my audience and those who come once again and listen to this podcast. And remember to subscribe to DW's View. Stand up. And share this message with your friends and on your social media. And don't forget to come back each week or when, when these podcasts come up. Come, come back again and listen to, to them and share them with your friends. And my challenge to you, as usual, dear friends, is to stand up. Because guess what? If we do not stand up for what we believe, 